Yeah, sorry, I was on the stream trying to see if sound was working. Uh, if it's not, I can hear myself on the stream. I don't know if I can hear you. Oh, it helps if I turn on my own mic. Yeah? It does. So. Okay. <laughs> welcome to Story Reckless. <laughs> my name's Claire. I'm running the stream for the first time ever tonight. So pardon any uh, technical difficulties. Uh, tonight we are going to be playing For the Queen, which is a storytelling card game. Um, Olive, you kind of introduced yourself, sort of. For real this time. Okay, yes, my name is Olive. I use she and they pronouns. And today I will be playing somebody who has some kind of relationship with a person of the titular royalty. Exactly. Um, so this game is extremely simple. Um, I'm going to read you all the, uh, the little box text, I guess it, what it is. Um, the queen has decided to undertake a long and perilous journey to broker an alliance with a distant power. The queen has chosen all of you and no one else to be her retinue and accompany her on this journey. She chose you because she knows that you love her. So that is the entire setup that we have. And then we have a card for the queen and then some prompt cards, which ask questions that build our relationship with her and our relationship probably with one another um, and kind of build out the world itself. Um, all of actually question for you, we didn't talk about this earlier. Do we want to just take the first queen card at the top of the deck? Do you want to like, oh. let's draw three, pick one. Okay, cool. So let's see here. Here's the first queen card. Okay. That's, that's cool looking. She's cool. She's holding some kind of pink feather. Uh, she's an older lady with kind of like white turban, bunch of jewelry, some maps. She's very wise. Like she's gonna do an illuminated manuscript or something. I think that's a quill that she's holding. Oh yeah. So I bet like her pilgrimage would be something like, I've completed my book and now must bring it to a safe place or like we need to go retrieve some kind of like ancient tome. I don't know. Where do you think that this queen is going? I mean, we're brokering an alliance with a distant power, but yeah, I would say that this person is very much interested in like knowledge, history, information, either like finding it out or perhaps even like compiling it herself interpreting it herself mm -hmm. what if like the distant power was like something i don't know fantastical like we're we're going to like go make a pact with some kind of like ancient god Ooh. Ooh. yeah so like We've started and we haven't even drawn our first card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is. I mean, good. we did draw our first card. We did. It's her. It is. Should we draw two more queens or go with her? Let's draw two more queens. Okay. I'll just move this off to the side. Ah. Ah. Is she classy or is she too, just too full of herself? I mean, certainly she's wearing ermine, which is a very rare and expensive fur. Her hair is kind of in, it's down. It's, I don't know, I feel like it's in disarray somehow. She's wearing beautiful red silk, like ball gown kind of situation with like a red choker too. Yeah. Pearl earrings. definitely has access to wealth or is 
borrowing a lot of money. Um, I feel like what we got here is like one of the more classical queens. Like she's off, like she's one of like the many queens of like the many like European style, like, I don't know, fragmented duchies or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're scrambling for power. Like we're putting on airs um, and trying our luck at like some kind of like a ball uh -huh. or like big meeting of places. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering whether this is me over-interpreting the artist. Yeah. Or whether this is actually something to like pull off of. But, um, I mean, she's painted in the style and kind of tradition of, yeah, European powers in the like 15, 1600s. But, I mean, her hair is sloppy, if we're going to that, that, like, age. Um, Why is her hair so sloppy? Uh, what do you think not, she's doing? Yeah, um, that's a great question, because, like, oh, man. So this is a portrait, right? Like, she, yeah. she sat for this and in some way had to approve of it before it went out into the world. She chose this. Yeah. Or somebody chose this. Yeah. Did she choose it? Probably. I mean, she is the, the ruler, it seems. Sometimes rulers are figureheads. That's true. I wonder if this is like An attempt to appeal to the masses, but that again wasn't something that people were doing at that. She's point. not doing a good job at it either with <laughs> all the ermines and silks. Um. Maybe, maybe it's just a really misguided attempt to do so. It's just like, oh yes, how much could it cost, Michael? It's a banana, seven dollars. Mm-hmm. These are my least fine silk dresses. Yeah. Okay, so she is also an option. Ah. Whoa, she knows what's up. She does. She's sharp. Yes, this is an extremely intelligent person. Yeah. Or like a rose crown, emerald rings. Like, her hair is in motion and up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the combination of the live flowers and the gold crown. Multiple If she was, like, looking at you like this from across, like, a, I don't know, ballroom, you're in trouble, my friend. <laughs> or in for the time of your life. Or both. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, like, again, well, all three of these people are well-dressed. Yeah. But, uh, she's wearing makeup in a way that the others aren't. Um, like, she's wearing eyebrow pencil, eyeliner, eyeshadow, blush, lipstick. I keep thinking that she has, like, claws, but... Oh. It might just be a combination of, like, very tip of your finger rings and long fingernails. Mm -hmm. Or it might just be, like, little, little tiny claws. Finger claws. Yeah. Like you get at Halloween superstars. But made of gold. Mm. Where would she be going? I think her presence... Like, her presence alone is is an honor and a threat. Yeah. So if we're brokering an alliance, 
I feel like she would be doing the main negotiation here. Where I don't know if queen number two would be necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. She has motives. <laughs> Capital M. <laughs> yeah. All right. If those are our queens. Yeah. I'm leaning towards one or three. Same. Number two seems like somebody I'm not in love with. Cool. Okay. Well, that's part of that decision made. Hmm. How do we decide this? Good question. It would be rad to go broker some kind of like arrangement with an eldritch horror. Okay. Like, with number one. Uh huh. Sure, I'm down. Okay, let's do it. First queen. So bad. First you are considered by almost everyone Okay, so one of the things that I noticed and really liked about this queen is how old she is. What if we were just like a coven of like old persnickety I don't know courtiers and stuff we're just like <laughs> um, and like the queen like uses her mind as like her strongest tool um, so like what what she look like if you're just like I don't know some kind of like sea hag pulled out from like under a bridge somewhere um, if you're like sharper than the rest she's looking for brains rather than beauty or raw yeah yeah and like age and wisdom yeah so perhaps not even not just uh combination of academic knowledge and a wide range of experiences, like lived experiences across our classes. Yeah. A variety of different backgrounds and social studies personal histories. Yeah. Which one of us is this question pointed at? Is it one of us? Is it both of us? Do we take turns? Okay, so you drew it. Drew it. Let's let's okay. go that way then. Yeah. I mean, if we're going off of the, we're a bunch of generally relatively elderly folk yeah. who have had a lot of life experience. Maybe she sees into my mind and heart and soul and values what is there far more than what is what is carrying that yeah praise the wine not the bottle yeah I wonder if that that very well might be a dichotomy Yeah, strong degree. Yeah. But 
Yeah. So are you considered ugly by everybody just because you're old, or do you got something else going? saw the queen do something terrible to keep the retinue safe. What was it? Did you come up did you come to respect her more or less afterwards? What kind of terrible thing would she have done? Do you have any ideas? Is it just the three of us? So, yeah, so all of you and no one else. Mm-hmm. So it's really terrible. Okay, so we're going to and like the home of some kind of like ancient god. What kind of like vessel are we in? What's our mode of transportation? Let's, let's build out some context here. A skyship. A skyship. Okay. And so we're just like on some tiny little like dingy sailboat sort of situation. A like, yacht. A yacht. <laughs> a sky yacht. Um, what would you do? Like what kind of dangers are there in a sky yacht? And, like, I wonder if this wasn't even, like, uh, in response to anything. It was just, like, pre-mediated. Like, I'm just going to steal from Gideon the Ninth here. Like, the Sky Yacht, in order to keep it safe going through, I don't know, like, the shooting stars, the field of shooting stars that we're going to go through in the atmosphere. And it's like, there's like runes painted on the outside of, like just all along the outside of the hole. Um, like warding runes. And they're like, made out of human blood. Um, and like, a whole bunch of people's lives were sacrificed in order just to be like, oh yeah, like let's maybe not get hit by lightning just in case um so like this journey has started out on with like this horrific like act of violence um it's like christening a ship yeah um but with blood normally smash a bottle of champagne against the prow and hear me or she painted yeah uh, sigils across the bow human blood. Yeah. Um, and I guess she was like doing this in secret? Was she trying to do it? Because like, I was the only one. Yeah, I, I, this isn't necessarily in secret. Like, it doesn't say me and only me saw it. Like, this could have right. been like a ceremony. Like, this this is her modus operandi. I don't think she does stuff in secret as much. Like, unless, I don't know. If it's in secret, 
then you don't know about it. Because yeah. her games are just like that deep and cunning. Uh-huh. And this is just like a casual act of like exercise of power. Um, was it and I, casual? Like, was this oh, yeah. something that she just was like, oh yeah, of course we should have that protection? Or was it like, okay, it is worth losing these lives such that we arrive there safely and save more? Or something like that? Did she take volunteers? I didn't know how to screw her motives. Like, I think she's probably pretty tight-lipped about it, and we have to, like, make of it what we will. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody has, like, kind of different reactions to, like, this exercise of power. So I don't know if I, like, came to respect her more as much as just, like, this is... Uh, it, like, drove home the lengths that she's willing to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you kind of saw her dedication to this mission yeah. through this, yeah. regardless of what like, the moral implications were. Yeah, so I think like the effect, the emotional effect of it was just like, oh yeah, like this is, we're going places. Like, we've already like sacrificed literally uh, people for this. Well, so I think like respect is just like, oh, like, She's like really serious, and we're doing this and making it happen. Uh-huh. Also, I'm more afraid of her. Totally. Okay. Cool. Your turn. The queen touched you once. What about the memory of that? Do you think the scent was specifically? I like the idea of it being an animal fat of some kind. Oh, I like that. That's good. 
Is it a nice thing or is it a pungent thing? I love the smell of white gas. Not because it smells good, but because I have such positive memories of fire spinning in community with people I love. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was necessarily a pleasant scent, but it meant belonging. It meant having a place in the world, one that was important, one that was contributing a lot You finally had the power to make things happen that you thought should happen. Partially that, but also just the physical recognition that I was worried of this. Nice. Cool. Cool. My turn. Yeah, go for it. Let's do this. Oh man, this is really fun. This is. <laughs> I don't know if I was expecting like to be so like pulled into just like coming up with so much story on like so little, like such small props. Yeah. Okay, what what do we got? We got the queen thinks more highly of you than you do of yourself. How do you know this? Oh boy, this is the first question about like who I am as a character. Uh-huh. Um, the other one was about like my perception of her. Yeah. So who am I? Um, I kind of liked the idea of like just another like old like throne. Um, let's see. What if I was like literally like some kind of like cursed wretched creature. Like, I just wanted to, like, go extreme with it. Okay, um, yeah. Like, uh, and, like, I, oh, oh, I am a kobold. That's what I am. I am an old, wizen, like, <laughs> like, uh, small reptilian creature. Um, okay. And, I guess, just, like, in our society, the kobolds are, like, the ones pushed out to, like, live in the trash. Like, they're the untouchables, kind of. Um, and so, I don't know, like, that that kind of, like, what society says you are sinks in to your self-perception, or, or like, it can. Um, I feel like this is kind of stereotypical but then it's just like yeah so like the queen brought me in and I'm just like why am I here this is not where I'm supposed to be I'm confused uh if, if you could have anybody around why would you choose me um so I think just like being in her presence like, if she thought of me like I thought of me, I wouldn't be here. Right. Is how I know this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I feel good about that. We don't need to stay too long. Unless you got more to say. I mean, do you feel unworthy? Do you feel that she is incorrect in her perception of you? Oh, good question. I think, I, I want to say, yeah. Yeah, I think the imposter syndrome is, like, strong with me. So um, you doubt her? She must know something I don't. She knows a lot of things I don't. She's always like making weird, like asking for like weird books, asking me like strange questions about like my upbringing that like make no sense. It's like, why would you care about like how often dragonflies would land on the lily pads? Um, 
like this like small detail that like <sighs> I guess like not many people I could say like would have noticed it but I did and I continue to notice small details like that Yeah. It's like I got this stuff, but it's not worth nothing. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. That brings me along. Oh, I like that, Olive. <laughs> cool. Great. Man. Okay. Sorry, I'll let you read it first. <laughs> the queen gave you a compliment. Again. Once. Once. <laughs> <laughs> was it at the same time? Uh, don't know yet. Um, what was it, and why have her words stayed with you? I wonder if it came as a command to come with her on this trip. That... I mean, she's got to have a... be surrounded by a bunch of different people. I'm sure she has many advisors. But she just chose the two of us. And when I received that summons, that was the, in many ways, this is like the pinnacle of my career. So it wasn't an explicit comment or compliment, it was implicit by her choice? I think so, yeah. How did she phrase it? Why have her words stayed with you? What words have stayed with you from the invitation? Was it just something that, like, of all of my advisors, you are going to come with me into heaven? Into heaven? I'm trying to think of like another word for it, but yeah. That's where the old gods live. They all died and went to heaven. <laughs> is this a is this a cat's situation? What's uh, what's the musical cats? Have you seen No. Oh gosh. I I had the unfortunate experience of seeing the new version in theaters right before the pandemic hit. It was the last thing I saw in theaters for like four years. <laughs> um, Angelical Cats? I don't, I don't know my cat's story. I saw that thing once. <laughs> but the idea is that everyone like competes to see who dies and goes to heaven? Uh, sort of. I'm not sure. It's not entirely clear, but I mean, if we're going to heaven or something like it, I mean, yeah, that's an incredible honor. To think that she would need me in heaven. Yeah, I can't imagine something more honorable. So why have her words stayed with you? Because it proves your worth, your virtue. She wants me with her 
at the end of all things. Nice. All right, I'm pulling one. What did you bring with you to protect the queen? I think I... She gave me a shopping list. And again, I don't understand. And I went to those lily pads and I caught 13 dragonflies that landed at the first light. And then I dried and desiccated their corpses over the course of like 13 years. Like I could get like one a year when all the conditions were just right. And a piece of string that I found in a gutter. And also, um, I don't know, the largest emerald that the kingdom had ever seen at great expense. And like just this mishmash of something I see no rhyme or reason between. Um, but through my skill and my like trust that what I was doing is important, I got them all perfectly, every single one. And I'm trying to tie this back into like the blood runes because this is the second like protection question that we've gotten. Um, yeah, so that was protection. She was offering all of us. Yeah, I think I think there are more things in this. I've I listed something extremely specific: dragonflies on lily pads. Of, the very first light of day. A piece of string, the largest emerald. The fourth thing has to be something that echoes that blood sacrifice. Um, I don't want to get like too gruesome. So like what's something that like comes out and like symbolizes immense personal cost to humans or others. But that's not like personal cost. Like yeah. I'm like uh, forty-seven wedding rings where they're the people who we took them from could never see each other again. Oh gosh, that hurts more than the human sacrifice. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it is, and like they're strung on that string that I brought, mm-hmm. and they like jingle. Um, and that helps us navigate when they start to jingle that's a warning it's like bells on strings Um, but with the like chimes of true love yeah I like that one more than the blood sacrifices too if I like I mean I would not call my emotions one of liking but <laughs> it's powerful. Yeah, that's what I got. Queen trusts you, but no one else in the wild court does. Why? I feel like I'm getting all of these questions of like interpersonal and like self-reflective stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am a trainer. I used to work for the god that we're going to go see. Oh, yes! Perfect! Like, were you some kind of, like, clergy or cleric? No. Or did you, like, know the god? I'm an angel. 
Oh, yes! Yes! <laughs> there we go. You're an angel that is exceptionally ugly that everybody who meets you uh. it's like you don't meet our beauty standards. <laughs> what are you an angel of? Like, is the god of something that's, like, grotesque? Like, the god of, like, mummification? And, like, you embody those aspects? Or something less extreme? I mean, we're... She's a, she's a queen of great knowledge and wisdom if she wants an alliance with this god maybe this is a god of maybe this is a god of truth or or complete understanding or sight and by betraying this god, it means that you committed some kind of like a lie or anti-truth mm-hmm. or blindness or hid or or covered up in some way. Did you like strike an entire country literally blind? No, not not that physical. Not, not that like, kind of- Okay. What kind of situation is it where you would betray a god? And now we go and seek an alliance with that self-same God. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be welcome here. No, I'm not. You shouldn't have been welcome in our kingdom. Yeah. And only by the grace of our queen were you allowed to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suddenly now know my value to the queen on this mission, which is, I know where we're going. I know what it's like there. I know what to expect, to a certain extent at least. Um, I must have thought that this god was doing something wrong. And that it was better to hide some piece of knowledge or truth from the God himself, from the world, than to let me know. I wonder if she I feel like I want something like more concrete than that. Like, why would it be widely known that you did this thing and like you committed this betrayal? I'm thinking like Prometheus, sort of. Yeah. Um, the I think Greek Titan who gave fire to the humans. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what it was. I don't remember if it was Zeus or Kronos. Uh, uh, oh gosh, I'm saying words on the internet. Um, <laughs> uh, but this was explicitly forbidden. He did it anyway, and then was found out and chained to a rock, and every day a uh, eagle comes and eats his liver out, and then it regrows because he's. 
But I heard the other day somebody said, like, oh, how are you? And the response is, uh, oh, you know, um, new eagle, or no, old eagle, uh, new liver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> But I'm thinking, like, that kind of scale, not necessarily, like, a political brokering of some sort, but yeah. instead... Yeah. In this case, hiding a truth yeah. from the world. Yeah. Or keeping back the secret to everlasting. Oh, yeah, and you still carry it with you, and everyone knows that you have it, but you're not telling anyone, and so they're just like, Queen, like, you gotta execute this chump. They have the thing, and they're, like, defying you, and they stole it from the gods, which, like, might have, and like, caused the god to die and go to heaven. <laughs> and, like, people are just like, oh, you're keeping, who knows, that's ambiguous. Um, but like you're keeping it for yourself and like we're going on this whole journey and it could just all be avoided. Right. And even the queen so, doesn't know the secret yeah. of her last life and doesn't yeah. want to know it. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I love that. That's incredible. <laughs> okay, cool. So we got that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's just like what kind of secret is it that it's greater than your love for the queen or like you don't tell her because you love her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one, I think. Okay, I'm drawn. How does the queen remind you of her status while on the journey? So I feel like this is interesting because obviously she's the queen. Why would she need to remind us of her status? Is it something that she's intentionally doing? Does she put herself apart from us? Or like, is this like little sky yacht? Does it have like a big throne up top and she's just like up there all the time and like literally higher than us? I wonder if she, I mean, that seems, I feel like in order for us to love this person, we must know her. Yeah. So it could be quiet, like quieter, um, where like we're working together and like how on the, I don't know, deck taking observations. And uh, what's like a good way to like symbolize like the depth of her knowledge? And so it's like not an explicit like status thing, but just like a simple statement of fact that her intelligence is deeper than anything and anybody else in the whole world. Yeah. To make the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, calculated, calcul or complicated calculations, mm-hmm. and just like incredible feats of like engineering and astronomy um, that she just like lays out like they're nothing. I think. I think that's how she reminds me of her status. It's just something that she carries with her all the time. And she's so quiet that, like, you can forget it. And then you turn around and there's just, like, I don't know. And a wall made of obsidian, thousand, a thousand miles long in every direction. 
and like you just have like no way of comprehending its scale. You don't want to see what's right in front of you. And I love this queen. I've fallen in love with her. Me too. I mean, we are making someone who we can love, or at least yeah. you know, our characters can love. Oh, oh my gosh! I did not expect. I did not expect this depth to like up, up this game. I yeah, oh yeah. Evil Hat Productions, well done. <laughs> And so we just keep playing until we reach a conclusion? Yeah, I mean, I know there are a limited number of cards in the deck, but there are lots. So we we finish when we're done. It's really... Great. Or it's nine o'clock. Or it's nine o'clock. How are you feeling? I'm tired, but also I, I need to know what happens. Okay, do you want to do maybe another round like another card each okay yeah yeah let's and let's like angle it towards i mean maybe we don't even need to angle it towards the end like maybe we fly off into the sunset mm-hmm. and we just live with that discomfort of not knowing because that's that's the experience of being around her it's like we only get small pieces of the puzzle of like the picture and we can never know the whole thing as much as we desperately desperately yearn to. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) What is something you do for the royal family that has prepared you well for this journey? My immediate thought is something surrounding death rituals. Because I have the secret of everlasting life, and I also know a truly staggering amount for a being. Um, So it's something that you do for the royal family mm-hmm. that includes the fact that everybody thinks you're ugly and doesn't trust you. Yeah. Ooh, what if <sighs> this would definitely contribute to the people don't trust me. I offer members of the royal family on their deathbeds to tell them about the secret but not such that they can in any way implement it. Just just so they can know if they want to. And not a single one has taken you up on it, including like members of royalty who were desperately clinging onto life, like at any cost, at any measure. And you told them, and they just turned white and died. Like they blanched. Okay, I know at least part of what the secret everlasting life is. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Gilgamesh, it's a plant. You just gotta get a plant. It is a plant. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so I have something in mind now, as, as at least part of that, which is why everyone would refuse. Yeah. What is it? I want to know. Not I don't know what you. it is. Not until you're on your deathbed. <laughs> wow. But this has helped me prepare for the journey. I mean, we're 
were collecting lots of stuff, you ended up, this could be part of like the larger, like you give last rites, slash you draw out their last breaths. So like, you kill people. You kill beloved people. It's not gonna make you popular. A visit from you is a bad, bad omen. But, however, you have a collection of last breaths or last words or something that you can only, like, collect at those moments. Maybe, like, opals that you, like, put on people's eyes. And, like, you have a little coin pouch of people's, like, passages into the afterlife. I think that's what other people see. Yeah? Yeah. Is that collection of material objects that I go into, that I arrive at people's deathbeds and then leave with them dead. But what I see is that I am giving people knowledge if they want it. And for those who take it, Relief and release. And a a sense of completion and peace. Which can allow them to let go. Allows them to Last card. Last card. What brings out the Queen's cruelty? We have not painted her as cruel for cruel's cruelty's sake. No. She's not a Satanist, that's for certain. I wonder if her understanding of the good of the whole is what can drive her to sacrifice various people's lives in order to protect this ship kind of thing. Yeah. I think the word might be necessity as she sees it. Mm-hmm. And it's not cruelty as much as it is just like callous disregard um, for those of who are not like useful to her in some way. I would like to know, with this question, a little bit, get at what is she looking for in this alliance? Why are we going on this? She I feel like something from this god of truth and knowledge, mm-hmm. and has something to offer in return. Yeah. There we go. I think that might be the one. Or like. Does she have a single selfish motivation in her body? What's her flaw? We might not be able to see it, but is like this quest uh, one of cruelty somehow? Like what, is it like she has treated herself with no love 
and force herself to climb this like mountain of intellect out of like spite out of like some kind of like event in her past these might be the stories that we like tell ourselves or tell each other when she's when we think that she's out of earshot that's a small ship She seems vast and cold. And somebody doesn't get to be like that from a place of connection with others and love. Yeah, I think our point of connection with her is highly intellectualized. Yeah. My guess is that it's at least somewhat fulfilling for both of us, otherwise we wouldn't be here. Oh yeah, for sure. I would 100% lay down my life with no hesitation. That's the story that at least I believe that has put us out here in the stratosphere, dodging micrometeorites, <laughs> shooting stars. Ah. I think What brings out her cruelty? Our mirrors. She does not think of herself as good enough. Mirrors are banned. And this is why she climbs these heights. Maybe? Mm, I'm feeling this out. I don't know if this feels quite right. No, sure. Yeah. Um. No, mirrors is like too like ah, too loaded a symbol, I think. Um, I'm trying to think of like something symbolic about like lack of self-compassion. What if, and we don't know this. Yeah. What if she is bringing herself to this god? Yeah. Like, what if she believes that she has either knowledge or the capacity for understanding that no one else does? And in exchange for herself, haven't gotten that far yet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we sure don't know. Yeah, I think what the last scene here might be is just like leaning over some kind of like a whale jelly stove, flickering light in the night, wondering why we're out here. But like the thoughts seem like borderline heretical. It's like she's wonderful, but also obviously cruel through neglect but there's like also a deeper cruelty that we're just never gonna path home like the full motive of um, and it doesn't really matter because like we see and we have like been graced with her presence for so many years she is somehow what she thinks and represents is somehow greater than herself. At least to us. At least to us.
and this little pop boat, a uh, little vessel of candlelight goes off into the heavens. Oh, Olive, thanks for playing this. That was so fun. <laughs> thanks for choosing this game. That rule. You're welcome. Wait, we didn't roll any dice. How do we know that it was fun? Mending. A friendship. A friendship. I wish friendships were as easy to mend as it, like they were socks. That'd be great. Well, Sew up a sock. Catch the VOD. We'll, we'll see how it works out. <laughs> you know it. Okay. Okay. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Good night. I'm gonna do all this stuff. Thank you.